lights, camera, we're going live. Learn the ins and outs of live events from today's top business leaders and how to make yours epic. Here's your host, Aaron Smith. Welcome to another episode of Epic Live Events. I'm your host, Aaron Smith, and today we're going to do things just a little differently. In between my interviews with other event planners, I wanted to just do a quick, short podcast all around a specific tip, things I wish I would have learned when I was putting on my first event, and hopefully you will find these useful too. And I mean, today, after all, is Thanksgiving. We're going to do this for a Thanksgiving episode and for sure a Christmas episode. And, you know, I hope you're having a fantastic day with your friends and family. And uh, thank you so much for listening. But today, what I want to talk about is the audience. And we've heard it now. If you've listened to all our episodes, I believe we have eight, you know, how important the audience is to a successful event and knowing who your audience is. Now, the question becomes what comes first, the chicken or the egg, in the sense of do you need an audience to put on your first event or can the event build the audience? And I would say, yes, you can do both. I've seen both happen successfully, but I had this mindset that I could just put an event together and as long as I put the right people on stage, that that's what would sell tickets. That's what would build the event. But it really is the community part versus just selling tickets that's really important. Now, here's what I mean by that. You've got to have people who are invested in this event with you some way, somehow. It doesn't have to be monetarily, but even if you can just bring in, you know, people that you know have a group of people that they influence, even a small one that you can, they can you you can use and they can be part of the event some way, somehow, and they can, you can utilize their group to um, build your event. You've got to have that more than just, Hey, it's my event. Do you want to be part of it? Yes or no. You really need to build that community perspective. I know people that have, have, they've seen the need. They didn't have a business around anything. They didn't have their own audience to say, yeah, let's do this. But they built an audience via a um, Kickstarter campaign and, and grew people that way or people who saw a need and they just pulled a few other people who they knew would probably want to attend and just said, hey, if I do this, would you be willing to come in and, and attend my event? So it's a way to kind of do kill two birds with one stone, for lack of a better term, of saying, all right, I want to build the event, but I need to get people. You have to have people some way, somehow involved in it with you in order to grow it. Hard lesson I had to learn uh, just in those beginnings, especially the first year event. And even it allows you more freeway or meet more, f- f- uh, it allows you more freedom in your budget because you don't have to spend the big dollars to have big names. Because honestly, if you don't have an established brand, if people aren't sure who you are, even the big names, it's going to be a little bit harder to sell tickets. They really have to have the value. They have to see the value and understand what they're going to come out of if they spend money with you. So if you can really create this tight knit community, or even you you have people who have the tight knit community and you're making them part of your event, like I said, it allows you a lot less money to have to spend on speakers. Now, of course, the other side to it and another great way to get your event started is to build the audience first. So build a community, build a brand, build a group of people who are following you, who love you. And of course, then that becomes, you know, an event where 
you may not need as many speakers up on the stage because they're coming just to see you or they're coming because they, you do, they know you have some sort of influence in getting other people on stage. I've seen people do this very successfully. So really sit down as you're planning your event and say, okay, where, who do I have as an audience now? Who do I know? What have I done that I really know I can get X amount of people into the room. And for some of you, it may be your first event. You just want 20 because it's a smaller, close in event. And there's nothing wrong with that out of the gate. Some of you may want a bigger event, but either one be really clear on how many people you want in that room, who they're going to be, who this event is for, and then say, okay, do I have this audience already built where if I do my first event, this is going to be very easy. Or if you don't, once again, it's completely okay. But How do you gain the influence of others? How do you work with those people who already have the audience in place, who can already help you get built and get established and get started, and who can really encourage their audience? And maybe, you know what, maybe you want to do a financial share. I don't care how you do it. It doesn't matter. You can either have them come up on stage and give them part of the event. Maybe, you know, they have a half of a day of a talk. If you have a several day event, whatever that is, maybe they get to sponsor. So you're saying, Hey, listen, if you can help me out, I'll give you a sponsorship slot and be able to, you know, access the other people we bring in. And, you know, you get a couple different people like that. You can have a very successful event. You can use their audience list, whatever that is, but it's very important. that if you don't have it, you find somebody who does and find a way to make it worth their while to be there and to, um, promote your event. So very quick tip, like I said, don't get discouraged. If you don't have the audience, you can start, you can build it some way, another way, but make sure a, you're crystal clear on who the audience is that you want in that room, how many you want, and then find the right people that you can partner with, that you can get in that room. And and it may be, you give each person a different thing. It's, you know, not a one size fits all solution, but find that opportunity to grow that audience and then understand, and I'm going to say this time and time and time again, this is a long-term thing. Go in this for years to come, not just you're going to do one event and call it a day, because this really is something that has to build upon itself that you need to do over and over again, and that you're really going to start seeing huge results a few years in versus just your first one on average. So thank you again so much for listening. Quick tip, next week we're going to be back with another interview. I've got some great people lined up. Can't wait for you to hear them. Have an awesome holiday. Like I said, I hope you're with your friends and your family. Thank you for listening. And uh, we will see you next week with another episode of Epic Live Events. Hey, it's Aaron's from the Epic Live Events. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Now, I would love to help you with your live event. And how we're going to do that is by offering you our free live events budget worksheet. Listen, events take a lot of resources, whether it's time, money, or a little bit of both. Uh, You've got to figure out a way to really utilize this in your business to make your money back. So this spreadsheet has both sides, the different costs you may potentially have, how you can fill those in. You can just, you know, fill in whatever number, estimates, call some people, get an understanding of what it may cost you to put this event or different ways. Um, You can save some money. And then, of course, on the other side, how are you going to make money back? Are you going to sell at the event? Are you going to sell tickets? Are you going to get sponsorship? Are there going to be different things that you can utilize in order to begin to make your money back? And this is a spreadsheet that will help you kind of, I'm a spreadsheet girl. That's how I think all the time, but this will help you really start putting the concept to paper or how can you do better in your, in your next event? And, you know, really make sure that bottom line, because as much as I would love to do events for free, I can't like it's, it's a resource heavy thing, but I promise you so, so worth it. So you can find that 
You can go to our show notes over at epicliveevents.co, that's C-O. You can also get it in the notes of this episode or jump over to bit.ly slash epic underscore budget. Again, that's bit.ly slash epic underscore budget. And you can grab that, like I said, for free, start the planning. And I'm telling you, it's so worth it every single bit. 